everyone, and welcome to Outcomes the Sun podcast. Again, we have an incredible guest today. We have uh, an artist, an author, and an uplifter, which we'll soon know what that means. Uh, her name is Wendy Knox, and actually, I met Wendy. I think it was longer than 10 years ago. She says 10 years ago. I think it was longer because I think it was pre-Bobby and Bobby was 14 years ago. So anyway, whatever. It was a while ago and I was talking about my book at the time. Maybe it was, I don't know, whenever. <laughs> it was whenever. Um, and uh, Out Comes the Sun or Out Came the Sun. Okay. Out Comes the Sun is the podcast. Out Came the Sun is my book. Okay. And anyway, we met at this thing called First Tuesdays. And um, she struck me as such a, you know, incredibly energetic, vibrant, incredible woman. And, and it turns out she really is quite extraordinary. She's in her past life, she was the only female senior vice president, creative director at one of the largest advertising agencies in Los Angeles. And that is saying something, creating and supervising award-winning campaigns for brands like Honda and Acura. So, or Acura, sorry. Uh, hello. Uh, <laughs> but after unceremoniously losing her job at 50, uh, this brand storyteller is now helping women of all ages change the stories they tell themselves. This speaks to my heart. So I'm, I'm so grateful for your history and your past because it, a lot of what we talk about is the story that we tell ourselves, you know, the negative thinking inside, inside of us. Anyway, she's, uh, she's had a miraculous encounter with hundreds of red dragonflies and it changed the way Wendy looked at her own story. Uh, especially concerning age. Uh, like the dragonfly, she's risen up from the muck and grown her wings later in life. Um, Wendy had her first book, From Muck to Magic, which is so beautiful. You, uh, Thank you so much. You sent me this incredible copy, uh, From Muck to Magic, and it was published with her first solo art show at 65. Oh my God. I mean, everything you're doing is just making me smile. So now for our inspirational talk and uplifting workshop, breaking out of the age cage, uh, she's on a mission to help free women from the cultural messages and inner ageism that clip our collective wings. Mm -hmm. um, so to find out more about Wendy, just, you know, aside from this amazing podcast that we're going to have, go to Wendy Knox, and that's W-E-N-D-I-K-N-O-X.com to learn more about her and the incredible things she's doing in the world and how you can connect with her and, you know, possibly become one of her, one of her people. So, <laughs> you know... Thank you, first of all, for joining us. It is a pleasure to have you. And I love that you are taking you are you're taking age and just, you know, knocking it on its ass. So, I mean I mean, seriously, it's it's very hard to get older as a woman. You know, I I, I know it, but Melissa knows it. It's it's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. But when you mm -hmm. decide that you are worthy and that you are beautiful and that your inner beauty matters and your inner voice has to come from a place of love. 
that's what's so great because this month we are talking we're kind of trying to make everything come from a place of with love being the kind of centerpiece since it's February and the month of love but okay so your book is called from muck to magic which is beautiful where did that term come from well glad you asked <laughs> um, like uh, you said in the intro, at 50, I had this big kind of Don Draper-ish job in an ad agency, and uh, my boss loved me but didn't tell me there were going to be all these cutbacks and I was going to be laid off like after 12 years. I was just shocked. And because my husband is an entrepreneur, which is French for no health plan, <laughs> everything was on me and I had a small baby at home and, it, and p- older parents with financial problems so it was really stressful so I spent a lot of time in my backyard crying <laughs> and um one day I and advertising is a very young business like show business you know and so I was out in my yard and I said a prayer and I asked the universe am I too old to reinvent myself please give me a sign And I went for a walk and I came home and there were hundreds of red dragonflies in my backyard. Wow. It blew me away. They stayed for four hours the first day and came back three more days. And I started Googling dragonflies and I learned that they spend most of their lives crawling in the muck at the bottom of a pond. They're down there for up to four years. And then one random day something propels them out of the pond and in the light their wings unfurl and they fly off later in life they're down there for four years and then they fly off so i thought oh my god those dragonflies came to me because i'm growing my wings later in life and they're telling me it's never too late to soar and um everywhere i went in la on the freeways there were dragonflies on the 405, on the 101, on the 110, <laughs> Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard. So they just kept showing up. And then my husband and I were on vacation in Ojai, where we live now. And there was another swarm of red dragonflies. And I said to him, oh, my God, I think they know I'm a writer and a branding person. And I think they want me to get their story out into the world. And I found this idea of from muck to magic so powerful because um i thought the worst thing that ever happened to me was losing this job at 50 but then i found myself in the muck of almost losing my only child to addiction and that model of being in the muck and they keep shedding their old skin and you know when you're the mother of someone struggling with mental health or addiction you have to keep shedding your ideas of what it means to be a mother what the dreams you had so i had to keep shedding that but it really helped me to think that my son was in the muck i was in the muck and we were growing new wings and it really uh propelled me forward. And, you know, through the years since I've been sharing my story, I found there's so many kinds of muck, you know, it's the muck that's in our heads that holds us back. It's the uh, trauma of childhood. I watched you guys with um, Valerie Bertinelli talking a lot about that kind of muck, what we carry forward. So um, 
the idea from muck to magic, like when things get bad, even in our politics, I think about all the muck is coming up, but what new magic is going to emerge. So it's a very positive, hopeful message that those dragonflies gave me. And most people don't know about it. So I really want to share it with as many people as I can, which is why I was so excited I just wanna, to be I here. I just want to ask you one question just so that I we don't lose this. Your son, is he okay? He is okay. He is okay. You know, there's just, there's different stages of okay. You know, like, you know, when you discover what's underneath addiction, depression, and, you know, so it's, it's just never simple and it's never a straight line, but he's doing incredibly well now. Right. He's, um, yeah, he's really talented. No, addiction is incredibly complex, and 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 often yeah. it's it's a way to self medicate a you know a deeper depression, <laughs> misunderstanding, trauma stuff. And I know as a parent, it must be just like you ask yourself all kinds of questions of like, oh my god, what have I done? Did I am I responsible? Yes, definitely. Right. And um, oh. you know, the whole thing they talk about in Al Anon is you didn't cause it, you didn't cure you can't cure it and you can't control it. But as a parent and as an empathic person, it's hard not to take things on. But we've all right. learned so much about um respecting each other's processes and the way it's done. And, you know, it's just, you kind of live on this tight rope between hope and appreciation for this moment and uh, fear and worry of what's come before. And, but then most parents do anyway, you know, this is just an exaggerated version of it, I think. Yeah. I completely understand. Well, your story is, is truly inspirational and so real, you know, like it's so often, Every person we talk to and, you know, it may on the, on the face of it look like, oh, it's all dragonflies and butterflies or whatever. It's all happy, happy, happy times. But, you know, life is life and things come up and challenges come up and it's really, how do you address those? And how do you stop that inner voice, that, that negative Mm -hmm. inner voice? And I think that that's where I relate to you so much is that is that ability to separate yourself from the voice that actually isn't you. I talk, I talk a bit, you know, it's like noise. It's just like noise. It's not you, but, and, and how did you get to that place? How did you find that that voice was not you? How are you able to separate yourself from that negative, whatever that negative inner voice? Well, if you saw my therapy bills, you'd have some, some idea. But um, I, you know, I call that, I, one of the paintings in my book that you guys must have seen is that I can really relate to it. It's like a woman with her head open and it's just yak, 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 yak. I call that yakking voice Edna. She's the bitch that lives inside my head. And, you know, before this podcast, she was pointing out how dark I was under my eyes and how old I look, you know, it's just constant. So the biggest thing that helps me, I'm so happy to not, I used to live um, in Westwood too close to the 405. (laughs) Now I live 
in just this beauty, beauty outside, you know, with deer walking by and trees. So going outside, wherever you are, even if it's a park near your office, I just find being in nature really stills the mind. And um, every morning I go out today, it was like 38 degrees, but I go out with my journal. I write things that I'm grateful for. I listen to the birds. I I look around at me at like how, uh, you know, branches will fall off a tree and I'll feel sad about that, but then I'll realize that's how they grow new, you know? So I think there's so many lessons out there. I also, I put my hand in my heart and I breathe and I ask her, I think of her as a her and I, I ask for her voice instead of that voice, you know? So, um, just different ways, but it's it's not a perfect science because you can be in the middle of a really good flow of positive energy and then there'll be more muck, you know. So I, I've stopped looking at it like from muck to magic. It's really muck and magic coexisting in every day. And I uh, recently I've had a lot, a lot of pain in my knee and I have, I'm turning 68 on um sunday and it's like this the messages from all this pain in my knee and my mom couldn't walk well and you know thinking oh my god what's going to happen to me i'm old i'm talking to surgeons about my knee and i just started to get so nago on myself and i went outside and, and i've never had such physical pain in my life so i went outside and i prayed and i said what is this pain? Why am I experiencing it? What is the gift of this pain? Because I think if we can find the gift in even the ickiest things, you know, so I asked what the gift in the pain was. And the answer was it forces you to be in this moment. And um, it forces you to be in this moment and to take care of yourself and stop worrying about your son. <laughs> And that was a very clear answer. I said, okay, thank you. Can we get rid of the pain now? <laughs> but but I, I find that asking something bigger than myself, whatever you call it, spirit, God, the eucalyptus trees, you know, I just feel like um, there's a, a force that's so much beyond our mind. And the more I connect with that, the the more I'm able to transform the muck into magic. I also find there's a lot of, you know, spiritual bypassing and toxic positivity in our culture. So people want to go from muck to magic like that and just think positive. And I have really found that when we allow ourselves to be in the muck and to experience and go through it, that's when the magic in the shifts emerge. So I allow myself to go outside and sob or to do, you know, lion's breath in my car. Absolutely. No, I mean, you're saying something that, I mean, you're speaking our language because the truth is there is no, there is no light without dark. There is no muck without magic. There is no positive without negative. I mean, that's how, it's very scientific. That's how energy works and energy always moves. It's just having the knowledge that everything always changes, right? Pain turns to pleasure, you know, things always Mm -hmm. are in flux. And, and it's, it's, we are in a culture that grabs on to, I'm, you know, I just want, I want to take a pill. I want to do a thing and I want it to be over. 
that, you know, that's not life, right? But it's having that kind of, maybe it's like Buddhist attitude where you sit back and you just go, I'm, I just have to accept that life changes and shifts and is painful and is joyful and is amazing. It's dark, yeah. it's light and all that. And that's the beauty of it. And becoming the observer instead of life happens to you all the time. You be, you could kind of separate yourself. Let me, uh, Melissa, I want you to chime in here because I know that you have intelligent questions and I just get so often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, a question that came to mind when you were talking about uh, the you were, you were mentioning, and you have throughout the book, which I'm going to hold up one more time because it's oh, so pretty okay. and it's so pretty. Um, you've got in there, it's, you, you show, you share some rituals that you perform. Like you just mentioned something, going out in nature, journaling. I even saw a drawing, a beautiful artistry. That I'm, you're the artist, yes. So of you taking a bath, and bath rituals are very important. So you have these rituals. And one, as you were mentioning them a while ago, I started thinking during the process of self-healing, which is an ongoing process, uh-huh. How have you had to look at relationships differently? Have you as have relationships in your life as you've gone through your self healing? Have you forced a change, or have they organic and and have they organically changed? Have, how is that? Can you share with us a little bit about that process? A lot of women yeah, are scared about going through processes of change, right? And so I'm I'm curious to find out what how you feel about that. That's a question I've never been asked. It's a good one. Um, well, I feel like everything around us is a mirror of us. So uh, that's the first thing. And I've been noticing lately, as I've been in this physical pain, which is rare for me, that there's a lot of people around. And I think we see what we need to see in order to grow. So I've been noticing friends, friends I love with huge hearts. I see a lot of fix-it friends. (laughs) So instead of just being with you with your pain, like, God, that must feel so bad. I'm so sorry. What do you need? It's like, I'm going to give you a pep talk or I'm going to, you know, you should look at it this way. And I find it really frustrating because like the dragonfly, I have a process of moving through things and evolving. And I, so I've really been working on um, acceptance and choosing to nourish myself and give myself things that I wish other people were a little bit more capable of giving. I mean, I've been married to my husband for 36 years and I'm so blessed that he keeps growing with me. I mean, I do all the therapy and the crying. I'm like the surrogate feeler in the family, but he always comes along. And after many years, he now, like when I'm really emotional, he'll say, that's okay. You just need a good cry or, you know, that's okay. That makes you feel better. And he's, he's not like that, but he's very accepting of me. But I just find that our culture, especially like when you know a lot of successful, creative people who make things happen, they want to do that for you. And I do find myself a bit resentful of that. So something has shifted. And so I've learned to pull back into myself and I'm working on learning to give to myself what I'd like to receive from others because others 
aren't always capable of yeah, doing Yeah, I mean, that, others you know? have their story. Listen, I want you to hold this amazing thought because what you're sharing with us is so great. We're going to take a small break. We're going to come back to speaking with Wendy Knox uh, from Muck to Magic, and we'll be back in a moment. I want to thank one of our incredible sponsors, BrainTap. You may have listened to our podcast with the founder of BrainTap, Patrick Porter. And if you did, you'll definitely want to get involved in BrainTap. And if you didn't, please, please, I strongly recommend that you go back and listen. It's so incredibly informative. Here's what BrainTap can do. You can literally build your brain fitness with BrainTap's mobile app and wearable headset. Everyone here at Outcomes the Sun podcast has had and continues to have positive results with BrainTap. Your brain is guided from awake and reactionary patterns to intuitive and creative responses. BrainTap is backed by neuroscience and research and was developed by Patrick Porter himself. BrainTap creates a symphony of brainwave activity to optimize your brain's potential, restore your ability balance your energy, and calm your brain. And listen, it is a game changer when it comes to sleep. This technology is truly a gift, and I am so incredibly grateful to be able to share it with you. Welcome back to Outcomes the Sun podcast. We are having an amazing conversation with Wendy Knox, who you can connect with on Instagram at Wendy Knox Uplifter. That's Wendy, W-N-E-N-D-I-K-N-O-X. D-I. D-I. I said that, didn't I? <laughs> Did I say that? I think so. Wendy Knox Uplifter. <laughs> and on Facebook, Wendy Knox Author. And on YouTube channel, I love this, Oh My Goddess by Wendy. That's her YouTube channel. And Wendy's website, wendynox.com. Um, yeah, your, your, your story, I think because, you know, the three of us are women, the three of us are, you know, well, you're in your 60s and I've just entered the 60s, you know, like I'm in 60s and Melissa will soon get there. <laughs> This is the year she turns 60. God willing. No, you are, God willing. I celebrate every powerful. birthday. It's a powerful thing. And it's it's so great to be able to embrace it and say, I, you know, and, and another thing about you, Wendy, is that you, you say that you've never felt, but I know that you're going through some physical pain, but you've also never felt more energetic and vibrant and alive and useful. And I have to tell you, I feel exactly the same way. I've never felt better about myself you know i think maybe it's the years of like being so hard on myself it's like now i i actually can say i love myself and i think that you can say that too i know yeah. melissa is an amazing human being and she better be saying she loves herself because i love her i'm just so interested in this idea of breaking out of the age cage you know in other times like when the goddess was worshipped older women were revered they were uh the head of the the tribe, they led the circles, they were the medicine women and the high priestesses. And in our culture, you know, the word crone, which has kind of a negative connotation, it comes from the word crown. And the word hag comes from the word hagia, which means holy. So we really have some reframing <laughs> to do. And I think it's one truth. Well, at if a anybody time can rebrand us all, I think it's you. 
So we're really yeah. grateful to you. Wendy, thank you so much. I I really, it, it's an absolute honor to have mm -hmm. spoken to you today. Thank you for sharing from Muck to Magic. Please follow Wendy thank Knox. You. She's an amazing human being. Wendy Knox. Wendy oh. Knox. Uh, what is it? Wendy Knox. <laughs> wait, wait. Wendy Knox Uplifter. I love that. I don't know why. It's so cool. Wendy Knox, an author on Facebook and oh my goddess by Wendy. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you everybody for Thank joining you. us on Outcomes the Sun podcast. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, Slater, who's in the background. Thank you to Jeremiah, who gave me notes so that I didn't look my way. And thank you to everyone out there. We will see you next week or hear you next week or you hear us. Sorry. I guess I really can't see you, but I wish I could. So God bless all. Thank you so much for joining us today on Outcomes the Sun. Uh, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, on Apple, and on YouTube. And you can donate to the Mariel Hemingway Foundation at themarielhemingwayfoundation.org. And I want to spell Hemingway for you, H-E-M-I-N-G-W-A-Y.org. I only say that because a lot of people put two M's. And that just won't work. Um, also on, if you're watching on YouTube, you can go to the donate button at the bottom and it will take you right to a link with a QR code. And, uh, if you go to marielhemingway.org, you can also press the donate button and be able to donate to the foundation, which is designed to help guide people towards finding the right solutions for their mental health issues. Um, that is my goal. I'm just trying to raise money so I can come up with an app and a website that has all the information you could possibly want to know about mental health and where to go. But we are in the process of making that happen and your donation means so much to us. So thank you so much and we'll see you next week.